0: It's already tomorrow in Hong Kong. God, I wish that movie had a different ending. No, seriously. It could have had a different ending. We're back. It's still hot. I'm still sweating. The drip is still immaculate. Listen, y'all. Jesus turned water into wine. And that cold glass of wine is hitting real different right about now, friends. Mom, don't say anything. Anyways. Another Thursday where you listen to this podcast slash newsletter. And I give you the bochinche, which is gossip on wine. We're growing slowly but surely, so I would like to shout out the new listeners. Welcome. Hey. To the OGs. I love you. I gave you a heart sign. These past few weeks have been insane, yet I get a sense of peace when I do these, I write these, and the feedback from the last episode and the newsletter has been really heartwarming. And if you missed the last podcast slash newsletter, just make sure to click on the link. Or if you're on any slash Apple podcast, Anchor, Spotify, we have all episodes right there. So yeah. Quarantine has taught me how to be present. Yes, I know we can't physically be present. Maybe for the social distance sneaky links, but if you do that, mask up. But I know how to make it work for me and the people who I love and adore. I have even grown closer to some of my friends that I've known for years. Yet, I've learned to appreciate all the memories. My friend Jamie reminded me the other day that we used to be outside last year. I laughed and cried as I thought about the day I took shots at this popular cookout in Philly called PNK, Pretty Nasty Cookout. I wore a shirt saying, fuck it up, sis. And I was knocking back shots of Henny, Doucet, and Ciroc, and then found myself at Sardi's, it's a Peruvian spot in Philly, trying to recover. Was I wildin'? Of course. Do I regret it? Hell no. I say that all to say that as we are in this space, enjoy what you can while we are here and make it work. Me, personally, I've just hit the DIY stage with pedicures becoming my latest obsession. I may or may not have birthed my next side hustle. Who knows? But let's dive into the wine for now. First... For those who are listening, thank you and definitely tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure to leave a comment and rate us. We need these ratings. You love these ratings. Thank you. Second, if you are a subscriber of the newsletter, please make sh- like be sure to fill out the community form. Your feedback is needed. More importantly, that's how I know who you are to get a shot at free wine also follow us on instagram at wine down with cole at w-i-n-e d-o-w-n-w-i-t-h-c-o-l-e wine down with cole. we have an extra giveaway for every 100 followers the account gains which means more chances to win free wine And this also, if you go on our IG page, you'll also see a um, highlight for all the past winners. We need you guys, the winners, to share your bottles with us. So tag us on Instagram or send me that picture, email me. That works. So for this week, we're back to answering questions sent in by our lovely fam band. So a lot of members asked us in the forum, How should you go about picking a bottle of wine? So here what I have here, what I have for this. If you're a newbie, there is a diagram called the wine palette life cycle wheel. So Dr. Liz Tatch, she created this wine palette life cycle wheel, which shows how one develops their wine palette over time. So, in a 2018 study done at Sonoma State University, actually backs this up. Most people start with sweet whites or rose, then later evolve to appreciate more distinguished wines like reds. Reds or wines that are more distinguished. Light-bodied wines are great entry points to learning how to enjoy a variety of wines. So, um, if you haven't read the newsletter, I'm just going to envision a site uh, a circle. And in the first quadrant, there are semi-sweet whites and rosés. So, you have your Gertz, your Pinot Grigios, your Chardonnays, rosé, Riesling, Moscato. In the second quadrant, you have your softer reds the dry whites and rosé, so you would eventually move into drinking champagne, Pinot Noir, Sauvignon Blanc, Grenache, Zinfandel, Merlot. And then in the third quadrant, you go to Syrah, Malbec, a um, Cabernet, a port, or Gruner. And then you end up more so on the dry Riesling side More of the burgundies, the Barolos, the Madeiras, and the cherries, which are the distinctive wines. So you go from semi sweet to softer reds, dry whites, bolder reds, unique whites, and then you get to distinctive wines. So I also like to think about the flavors I like and then find bottles that align with those profiles. I also read the labels. I also check out second label wines. Second label wines are the cheaper yet great quality alternative to expensive wines. And we'll get into this in another podcast episode because I definitely want to go in depth on that. I also check out the sale racks as well. But when it comes to wine that is on sale, however, keep these two things in mind. Number one, the ideal consumption window for that specific vintage which is the year, is probably over. And two, the wine isn't selling, so inventory needs to be cleared out. It doesn't mean it's a bad wine, but it's something to consider. Most wines I buy range from 8 to $50, depending on what I'm buying. On what I'm buying. Excuse me. However, I'm not afraid to splurge when I feel like it. Keep in mind though, that expensive doesn't always mean good. I also like to ask the reps in the store or website for some of their recommendations too, cause I like to learn and I'm always learning. It's good to ask because they can put you on to a wine that you probably wouldn't have thought of. And I hope this helps as you start your wine journey And this opens up so many avenues that we can delve into. And honestly, I'm really excited about this. So, yeah. I hope this helps. Let me know if you have any questions. I will be rolling out something in the next few weeks that will definitely be more helpful to you as far as this question is concerned. All right. So, Coley's final notes. Yes, my final notes. What I've been sipping on lately. Cremant de Bourgeon Blanc de Blanc Brut Reserve, which is a sparkling wine by André Delorme. This Chardonnay-based wine comes from Burgundy, France. It's a medium gold color with lively bubbles. You get peach and pear flavors with lemon zest on the finish. It's a bit dry, but I think that's why I like it so much. This wine doesn't do too much and I found it to be a nice starter wine. This would pair well with seafood. This wine was also relatively inexpensive. So if you find it, grab it. It's definitely worth the buy and even makes a great gift. Next, we like Andre too, but here's another alternative. So for this one, I chose the Brut Cava by Segura Viudas. It's really one of my favorites, like, it's underrated. I don't know why people don't get this wine, but I love it. The price target is $11 USD, but you might get it on sale for 9 It's clean and elegant, yet rich in flavor. This sparkling gives aromas of citrus and tropical fruits. It is very fresh and well-balanced on the palate, quite dry and long on the finish. I love this as another starter wine and it complements pizza, grilled chicken, or shrimp. My latest pickups. So the first one I have is the Riviera Rosé by Marjoram. I kept on getting ads for this. I still get ads for this, honestly. So I picked it up. It gives off a pale pink color with hints of orange. This is a Grenache-based rosé. So I'm interested to see how my palate reacts to it. I'm very fond of Grenache wines, so I don't expect to be disappointed. It's also advertised as a full-bodied wine, so I will post an Instagram review this weekend. I also purchased the Malbec 2019 by Bodegas Calia. This has flavors of cherry, plum, and cinnamon. And Argentinian Malbecs are very revered. Um, One of our community members, Hill, asked for a deep dive into South American Reds. So look look out for that in the upcoming episodes slash newsletters as we transition into fall. Upcoming holidays. Tomorrow, 724 is National Tequila Day. My favorite tequila at the moment is the popular Blanco from Casamigos. I think it's very smooth and it lives up to the hype. I do want to try Terramana, which is produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What tequilas have you been drinking? What? what? Whoa. What tequilas have you guys been drinking? Seriously? Yeah. Let me know. <laughs> no, I like, it's always so funny because every time I like speak, I'm just like, whoa. Word vomit, but we're here. Wine and cheese day, 7.25. Who doesn't love wine and cheese? Unless you're lactose intolerant. But I feel like there is some good non-dairy cheese out there. I will be investigating this too. However, it's a really dope pairing and I will dedicate a whole episode slash newsletter to this. If you do partake, let me know. I'll share some cheeses on um, Instagram stories this weekend. And what I'm wearing t-shirts from shift world it's a social conscious lifestyle and apparel brand i love their mission statement and they make some pretty rad tees with taglines that inspire and motivate latinx owned and woman owned for the rest of the month of july use the discount code s h f t e r to get 20 percent off of all products on the site in the newsletter I put the link to buy the t-shirt but yeah definitely check it out and finally the winners of this issue's giveaway are Molly H and the bonus bottle winner, winners 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 are Sandy C and Thomas G guys I will reach out to get your information and ship your bottles the bottles your way same thing you know you know the vibes but anyways yeah this is it i thought this episode was pretty good it was alright. i mean yeah i liked it i hope you like it too so yeah this concludes the fourth episode of climb down with cool. Wind down, wind down, wind down, wind down with cool. <laughs> but seriously, stay vino up and indulge in a glass. Peace.